0: entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for another week. So this week in particular, I want to get super practical. I'm conscious that there's been some technical episodes of Scale Up Your Business. This one's going to be super clear, super simple. But in order to do that, we need to go back a little bit. We need to go back approximately 15 years in my journey, because back then, I was working in the world of media. I worked for News International for a period of time, and then I worked for a big UK-based publisher called EMAP, and I was quite senior in the marketing teams at EMAP, certainly in the early part of the, the 2000s. Now, what happened then is there was a number of different investments made in the leadership of that company different programs, different coaching, mentoring. I'd go as far as to say the first formal coaching, formal mentoring that I received was in those early days. And it was awesome, right? You know, For someone like me who was always trying to progress, to try and get the next promotion, to try and get the next pay rise, having the investment in other ways in in terms of development that was gonna assist me in becoming a better version of myself, more capable in what I was doing job-wise, was very welcomed and I used to eat this stuff up. So when I was working for uh, this company EMAP, I was invited to participate in a program and it was called Inspire. And it was a program that was bespoke for the company and we had a few thousand employees. So this was very much a, a very difficult program to get on. I think it was something like 12 people per year across the whole company were invited to participate and it was very much seen as a future leader future c-suite development program and if you got invited on it then that was pretty cool you had to be nominated by someone Uh, you had to do some tests if you like a bit of an enrollment an application and then if you got on the program then that was seen as a pretty pretty good determinant of what your future was going to be But for me in particular, it was fascinating because I was one of the last people to actually go on this program because it was a few years later that the whole company was sold and EMAP was broken up and it went into sort of its different different ways. One consumer division was sold to Bauer, the Bauer Media Group was formed, and then you had a number of private equity firms had come together to purchase the B2B arm of EMAP. And I tell you that because it was actually the foray that took me into the world of private equity, because the next part of my journey was working for Getty Images. And that was an absolutely rock and roll roller coaster journey of high level investment and certainly was one of the foundational pieces of what I do now. But what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about something I learned on that Inspire program, and that was the ability to give feedback. And a lot of people... Think well. Feedback is surely just about telling something, telling someone, sorry, what you think about something that's happened. You know, a behaviour that they've demonstrated or a result that's been achieved by a certain number of actions. And so you're giving feedback based on your response uh, to what has happened, either in a positive or a negative way, depending on what the intended outcome was, based again on those actions. But there, there's a formula to this. And dare I say it, there's an art form to this. In the same way that influence is extremely powerful you, powerful sorry if you understand what you're trying to achieve and you understand the principles of influence, the principles or the foundations of feedback are very similar. So if you want to be able to drive performance, if you want to be able to lead teams, if you want to be able to inspire, coach, encourage, engage, all in equal measure, then you're going to have to get good at feedback. Because if you can't give feedback, you're not going to be able to help someone grow. You're not going to be able to inform whether someone is doing a great job or not a great job. And I suppose most importantly, we're here about scaling up businesses, we're here talking about building empires, all that sort of thing. You need to be able to do what you need to create and, and, and be, if you like, through other people. And you know, the definitional pieces I've always said, or certainly one half of the definitional piece of scale up Is the ability to build teams to lead people with authenticity, with congruency, based on your values, based on what you are looking to overall achieve. Okay, so I'm going to give you this formula. I've used it ever since I was taught it 15 or so years ago, and it's been extremely powerful. And it's, as I said, it's the most effective formula of feedback that I've ever seen. And it's called, to give you the sort of an acronym or the short version, it's E squared. C squared. Okay. That's the the letter E squared and the letter C squared. And that, that stands for this evidence effect, continue or change and then commitment. So the formula is following the sequence of those four things. So let me go through that now. So it's E squared C squared. So when you're giving feedback, and you're sitting down with someone, this could be a performance review, it could be anything, right? Any time that you have to express whether something is working or it's not working, this is the formula to use. You can actually even use it with your children, your partner, so it doesn't have to be just work, but the formula works across all the various dimensions. So let's kick it off, so evidence. Evidence really means that you must, you must show, if you like, the behavior or the actions to which the feedback relates. Okay, so in the absence of evidence, the individual that you're speaking to may be unable to relate to the situation that you are describing and may therefore reject the feedback. Okay, so just take this in. You have to provide evidence. You have to say this happens. Do you agree that this happens? And there needs to be at that point. Absolute buy in. So, yeah, that happens. If someone doesn't relate to the thing, if you like the incident, whatever it is, to the evidence, then you have little hope of being able to take them through a proper feedback journey. Okay, so that's the first E. The second E is effect. So this is the effect that the behavior created, and it must be explained so that the individual can understand why the feedback is is being given. So this is what happened, this is the evidence, and this is the effect of what happened. This is the result. Now, the result could be positive or negative, depending on what feedback you're giving. If you're giving positive reinforcement, you'll go, you know, this was a positive effect. You know, this is what happened, and this was the effect, and that's good, because that aligns with what we're trying to achieve. Equally, if it's not good, you would have to explain the effect in that way, and be very candid, okay? Radical candor, there's a great book on that. That's important in this sequence. OK, the next piece, the C, the first C, is you need to demonstrate whether you want the behaviour that's been, that's been shown to continue or to change. So if, if something has happened and it's positive, the effect is positive, you may then want them to continue. So you want, you want to give feedback and say, I'm positively reinforcing, I'm praising or I'm encouraging that behaviour or that set of actions. OK. Equally, if it's negative, if what has happened, the effect is not what was intended, it's not driving your business forward, it's not contributing to what needs to be achieved, then you need to request change. So that's explaining the precise nature of the behavior, the actions which need to change and as part of that, your future expectations of what you want to see. Okay, so help with making that should be very open The individual, if the individual, sorry, doesn't know or understand how to bring about that change, a positive result can therefore not be expected. So if you think about that, sometimes people do stuff, they get a result, which is not the effect you want, but they don't know how to change. But that's cool, right? Because that then allows for a development conversation about how you can help them. So you're very clear that this is what happened. This was the effect. It didn't work out very well. The awareness is there. But there's an understanding, if you like, around there needs to be a change to happen to make that effect. Okay, so that's it. You either you have to be very clear here, very precise. Do you want the behavior to continue or do you want the behavior to change? And the last one is commitment. And this is the piece that I think is absolutely game changing for this model, because once the recipient of the feedback has learned exactly what your expectations are, you need to get some form of verbal commitment to what they intend to do with the feedback. Okay. So commitment should also be from the deliverer concerning how they will assist the recipient in achieving the desired results. That's a two way thing. So to role play this slightly, it might be long like, well, listen, you know, you spoke to this person on a sales call and it didn't go as we intended. Um I'd like to just let you you know listen to this I'm going to play this sales call back and have a listen and and this is the situation. As you can see we didn't get the sale and there's a very specific piece in here where it didn't work. Now can you see that? Can you see here that you know you could have done something differently here to get the result. Okay so that's the evidence and the effect. So I'm taking someone through that. What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to change. I'd like you to change what you did in that part of the process so that you can introduce a new question or a new part of the process. The person I'm giving the feedback to comes back and says, I don't know how to do that. No problem. I can help you with that. Or they might say, yep, I know how to do that. Got it. Absolutely get it. Finish off the feedback by saying, do I have your commitment that you will make this change? Pause. Get the response. Because I am because I am committed to helping you with this. That's it full stop okay so quite technical but very simple e squared c squared evidence effect continue or change depending on whether the behavior is positive or negative and then the the magic piece commitment any conversation you have with staff suppliers as i said even your children you know your partner all that will work effectively if you follow this model So I'm just going to finish this this off by just saying that that's the formula for effective feedback, but there is also feedback journeys. So depending on the impact that you want to make in a conversation, you can take someone on a positive feedback journey or a negative one. So a positive feedback journey is, let's say, it could be a motivational piece. It could be the fact that you've got someone who's done something very positive, but you want to either take them from being motivated all the way through to satisfaction, pride, or feeling euphoric. And again, that's, that's how much you emphasize or you overemphasize the positive behavior. Equally, you can take someone on a negative journey. So you can show concern, you could be uncomfortable. You could take someone all the way down to considering their future in the company, depending on the journey you want to take them on. So the strength, if you like, of change that you want or the change of behavior that you want can be provoked or agitated by how you then show up and why this is positive in terms of something to add to your toolkit is that there are times when you have to influence either high levels of motivation high levels of inspiration and equally there are times when you need to make it very very clear that a behavior is absolutely not what you want in your business, not something that you want values-led or culturally in your company. And therefore, the way that you deliver the E-squared, C-squared makes a difference in terms of tonality and all those different dimensions. So I hope that's useful. It's not something that's covered very often, but it's one of those tools in the tool bag, as I say, that you should have so that you can really understand how to take people through that. It's all about managing performance. It's all about managing expectation. And if you're gonna grow and scale, it's one of the things that you need to be able to do as a leader to be able to get the overall outcome that you are looking to achieve. Alrighty, that's it. Really useful 15 minutes to action. Back in memory lane 15 years ago, but I've used it every year since, and it's served me very well. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale-up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.